you never really appreciate what you have until it's gone or almost gone. For three years, Anya Kennedy Moore and Kieran Moore have been married. On the outside looking in, Anya and Kieran were the perfect successful couple. They had the money and the status. They were the true definition of relationship goals. But once the cameras turned off and the public eye went to sleep, behind closed doors, they both lived a different life. The love they portrayed was business and business only. It had been that way since their, since their parents proposed that the two get married. Anya lived her own life and Kieran lived his. But when tragedy strikes for Anya, Kieran is the only person there to help her through her trauma. Is it possible that feelings will start to surface or are the two trauma bonding? You know what? There's nothing I hate more than a forced relationship. And that's what Anya and Kieran or Karen, however you want to say his name, that's what they have. And I hate it. They were like proposed to be married to each other from their parents. So it's like the wealthy marrying the wealthy to keep it, quote unquote, all in the family, if you will. So their relationship is nothing but smoke and mirrors. And Kieran's father is, I believe he's the DA. And, you know, Kieran is working his way up to be that pretty soon. And so, you know, Anya... Her family is wealthy, so... And she has her own businesses, of course. But anyway, when it was proposed that they be married to each other, she was against it. But Kieran wasn't. And I'm all over the place, but let me just tell y'all right now. I'm drunk, and we rocking with it. Um, So, Kieran has always loved Anya, but she did not return the feeling. She thought he was just some square nigga who... Her parents were for forcing her to marry because it looked good for both families and that's what they did so i ain't got a side nigga she been had a side nigga and you know that's who she really wanted to be with she loves him uh what was that nigga's name marvin and so you know she be rocking with him they when they out in public kieran and anya they act like they the perfect couple they so in love they just had a, um, what was it? Like a vow renewal or something like that. No, not three. <laughs> they only been married for three years. But it's something where they went out in public and they was dancing cheek to cheek. It just looked like they so in love. People taking pictures. They look like the perfect couple. But behind closed doors, you know, she got Marvin. And Marvin is a hood nigga. This nigga a gangbanger. But she liked that type of shit. She go to his side of town, be hanging out with him. Everybody know her over there. It is what it is. And so, one day, like, Karen, he left the house. He's like, I got to go. I'm finna do such and such, whatever, whatever. She's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, the two don't even sleep in the same bed together. They got their own separate bedrooms in the house, whatever. So, when he leaves... She called this nigga Marvin over and they have sex like in her room at her bed. And then, you know, later on that night, I believe she pops out 
to his side of town. They in a club, whatever, having fun. They partying. It's a good time at first. And then, like, a few of his niggas tell him, you know, there go that nigga right there. He thinking shit's sweet. So, she could tell it's a hostile situation. And she go over, like, you know, come on. I'm ready to go. Let that go. And, baby, these are street niggas. Ain't no way he finna let that go. So, it's like, nah. And he's like, nah, I'm handling some shit right now. You know, go sit down. Mind your fucking business. And let me handle this right here. And so, you know, she's nervous, but she don't say nothing. She go mind her business. And then a shootout happens. And she is shot not once, but twice. And she don't remember nothing after that. It's not until she wakes up and uh, Kieran is by her side. And she's like, you know, oh, please don't call my parents. Don't tell nobody about this. But he's like, it's too late. Like, they dropped your ass off in the front of this emergency room and kept it fucking moving and left you here by your damn self. It wasn't until I was called. And, of course, when I get called and say, you know, you hearing that you got shot, I came up with a story. But, of course, I had to call both of our parents. So, when both of the parents get there, the mama like, how could you be so fucking stupid? You know, what was you doing? Um... But Kieran, he cleaned it up. He said she got into basically like a car accident and got into an argument with the driver or whatever. And that's how she ended up shot. So, you know, all in all, protecting her. Because he, he know what it is. Kieran, he not stupid. And so, but he like basically black her mo- back, her mom up off of her. Like, okay, you know, she done been through something traumatic. Let's leave her alone. Let's let her rest. And it's really Anya's mom and then Kieran's dad that really, like, go at them the hardest. Kieran, like, he's never felt love from his dad. It's just, like, his dad is always hard on him, basically telling him, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. You could be doing so much better than whatever the fuck you're doing right now. And then uh, Anya's mom is always telling her, like, girl, you too fat. You need to watch what you eat and you need to watch what you're doing. Like, you just, you're not smart. Dumb, and it's just like don't know don't nobody speak up. The daddy don't say nothing. Like don't nobody say nothing to nobody. They just let this shit happen. Except for Kieran. Kieran, he don't allow that. He just like, you know, y'all can leave. Just let me and my wife have some time to ourselves. And so you know, she shot. If I'm not mistaken, it's in the it's in the thigh. And it's like another part of her body, but mostly in her thigh is the main one I'm remembering. I'm sorry, because I'm going off memory. And so, you know, she gets discharged from the hospital and she has a cast. Yeah, I think it's a cast like on her thigh. And so, you know, she stays in bed. Um, They have a physical therapist coming to help her out. But, you know, for the most part, she's depressed when it first happens because it's just like... I was shot. They basically just like threw her out like trash at the emergency room. Cause then nobody take her in like, Hey, she's been shot, whatever. It's, it's a pull up to the emergency room, dump her out and basically like skirt, skirt off and leave her to handle her own fucking devices. And so she's like, damn, 
I got shot while I was out with this nigga and he ain't called and checked on me or nothing like that. So she and her feelings about that. And, you know, Kieran is the one who is there to basically like work her through it. He gets her up out of bed. Like, you know, if you ever plan on getting better, you need to work with the physical therapist because she wouldn't even get up. She's just staying in bed. She's either crying or she's sleeping, but she refuses to leave out of the bed. And, you know, she has to have a new diet, too. She's like, I ain't trying to hear that shit either. But after she has a conversation with Kieran, where it's finally like, you know, you so hung up on this nigga and he he left you for dead, Erica. <laughs> like, you know, this nigga, he left. He still ain't called. He ain't checked on you. Nothing like that. So this is who you moping over. So you just going to stay in the bed and not get better. OK, cool. And so he leaves her and then the physical therapist tries to talk to her and she finally decides that she needs to work on herself and work on getting better. So they make a deal where she, if she actually does the physical therapy and actually eats the, you know, the diet that's made out for her while she's doing this, he'll buy her junk food to like kind of offset it. But it's like, you got to work with me. You got to actually do the work to get the reward. And she's like, cool. And so then we get a little backstory on Kiran. And he's like, I've always loved her. I've always been attracted to her. I've always wanted to be with her. But when their parents suggested that they get married, it's the way she jumped up and was like, ugh, no. Basically, like she was disgusted by him. And then she tries to word it as, you know, I don't want to be married to him. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be married to me. But it's like, baby, you only speaking for yourself because he absolutely, absolutely wants to be married to you. You don't know what you're talking about. And so, but you know, he's he's played the background because he's like the quote unquote nerdy type of black guy where you wouldn't think that a woman like her would go for a guy like him. So he's like, you know, he just always followed her lead. He's always wanted more, but he never said anything. So... And then we're going to jump back to that day where he's like, you know, I got to go to the gym. I got work to do. I'm out of here. He left something at home. So when he came back, he heard her having sex with Marvin. And it's like he's known all about Marvin this whole time. But he wanted to basically, like, give her what she wanted because they were already in an unfortunate situation. So... You know, he he's getting to know her finally. Like, they're finally getting to know each other. So she's finally looking at her husband for the man that he is. And, you know, he's helping her recover. And she's starting to like him a little bit. So it's just like, oh, damn, I actually got a dope-ass man that's married to me that likes me. You know, like, all this type of shit. And so it's like after the fact... Marvin either called or he showed up and it's like what you doing at my fucking house and he's like you know you know me you know what I'm about you know she want to be with me da, da, da. you know basically trying to show his ass and Kieran is like man whatever I don't even want to hear this shit and so one day Marvin pops up and I don't Kieran he's not there but the um the physical therapist, like, she knows who he is as well. And it's like, you shouldn't be here. But he's like, she will want to see me. And she actually does want to see him and tells her, you know, let him in. 
and let us have a conversation. So he's trying to apologize now after the fact, like it was just a lot going on. You know, I couldn't be caught by the police or having to answer no questions, you know, but I'm coming to check on you now. And it's like, am I supposed to be glad that you treated me like an afterthought, my nigga? And so she sends him out on his way and that kind of like sets her back a little bit because, um, you know, while they talking and having this conversation, Kieran comes home and he's like, you know, why is this nigga in my house? Get the fuck out. And so after that, he's like, you know what? I see where your mind at and you can keep it there. I'm cool. You know, we can go back to how it was before. Cause I see you still stuck up on a nigga who didn't give a fuck about you when I'm not only your husband, but I actually really love you and you still trying to play me like I'm stupid. So, you know, he walks out, leaves her where she is, boom, out, whatever. And so like, it takes a couple days. I want to say even like a week or something like that before they start talking again. And she was actually in her feelings. Like she cried because he wouldn't answer her text. He wouldn't come back in her room, nothing like that. But then they have a conversation and she says, you know, this was a person I really thought I wasn't like, she thought she loved Marvin or I ain't going to say thought she did love Marvin until that happened. And then after that happened, she realized that it was basically like a one-sided relationship. He didn't, care about her the way she cared about him so she has to grieve that process and then it's like on top of that i thought and this is where i'm getting on uh karen's ass it's like you didn't speak up so if she's saying all this and you don't negate what she's saying so she thinks that you feel the same way that she does it's like we both really don't want to be in this relationship but we doing this because our parents told us that we have to so it's just like if you don't negate the fact it's like, yeah, like, he don't really like me. I don't really like him. This is the nigga I really like. This is the nigga that's dicking me down, and we having a good time. And, you know, even though I'm a suburban princess, I get to be out in the hood like this my man, my man, my man, my man. So what do you want her to do? So it's just like, yeah, he was upset because he finally felt like this my time to shine, but it's like, y'all... Even with y'all being married for three years, this is brand new. This part of your relationship is brand new. So, okay, cut my girl just a little bit of slack. And so anyway, they start, you know, they start talking again and laying it out all on the table. And it gets to a point where they have sex with each other. And she's like, damn, that's what I've been missing this whole time. And it's like, yeah, girl, if you actually got the chance to know your husband, you could have been getting this all along. And so when they finally in a good place, it's just like, you know, they finally having sex, they talking, they friends and lovers at the same time. So it's just like, wow, you know, and I've treated my husband wrong this whole time. And I should have, you know, this is where I should have been from the very beginning, but I know better now. And so everything's good until... Kieran, he goes out with his best friend they at the bar. And Marvin, he's working there, but he walk over and he say some shit pertaining to Anya. And Kieran's best friend is like, man, let me do this, nigga. Like, he's still in the streets. 
is he in the streets or he just like kind of like a thug he like man let me do it i'll take care of this for you it'll be no problem and so because he's like you know you working on being a da you trying to do something with your life i can do this for you and kiana's is like no you got shit that you working towards as well like don't don't let him drag you down where he had just ignore that nigga and marvin just steady talking steady talking steady talking and the best friend lays him out Kieran don't touch him but um do he go home i think he goes home but at some point his dad comes to his house and is like i gotta arrest you because he want to press charges and he's like what and i'm that's the one thing i didn't get because i'm just like you know for a fact Cause his dad tells him like, I know all about, I know you didn't touch him. I know your friend did whatever, whatever, but he's naming you as the one who assaulted him or was there while he was assaulted. So I got to arrest you and I got to arrest old boy too. And Kieran is like, no, don't arrest him. He got things going on. Don't do that to him. And you, my dad, like, you really going to do this to me? And his dad trying to make it seem like, you know, I got to be fair on all sides or I'm going to arrest you, whatever, whatever. So he's just like, all right, you do what you got to do then. So Kieran is arrested. And when Anya hears about this, she's like, what? She's like, yeah, your pussy ass ex trying to press charges. So, you know, they're trying to get through that situation. And um, he pulls up because she goes... Anya bails him out of jail. He, when she bails him out of jail, he's like, you know, I need to take you to my parents' house. Yeah, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, but I need this to happen. And, in the, okay, hold on. Let's pull over. In the midst of all that, because they had like a dinner, and Anya finally stands up to her mom, and so does the dad. The dad is like, I'm tired of you talking to her like that, and really, I'm kind of tired of you. Like, you so uptight, you feel like you this type of person. I don't want to deal with that shit. I want a divorce from you. So she popped, that's what it was. So she popped up at her house telling her all of that. And he's like, you know, basically, I need to apologize to you. So, and all I've ever wanted was the best for you. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Because you can want the best for your daughter and not talk to her like she's trash. And her thing was basically like, I'm trying, I was trying to get to you before the world got to you. That shit ain't the same. It's nowhere near the same. It's like, yeah, you can tell me like the world is going to do this to you, but still, it feels different than when it's coming from your parents compared to when it's coming from the world. So she's like, girl, nah, whatever. And so that's when the dad showed up to their house, like, you know, basically, I got to take you in. So after they do that, the mom takes Anya to go bail him out of jail. And when they get him out of jail, he's like, you know, I need to go to my parents' house. So she's like, okay, cool. Go tell the mom, take take him to the parents' house. And while he's having, like, this conversation with his dad, like, you know, you never really loved me. You was always looking at me like I wasn't good enough. Woo, woo, woo. And by the time he's walking out, he realizes that his mother-in-law and his wife are gone. And he's like, man, what the fuck? Kind of find out she left to go to Marvin's house. So she pulling up on Marvin, like, drop the charges. 
And you're like, I ain't dropping shit. What the fuck you talking about? What make you think I'm a drop? I'm not dropping nothing. And, you know, he like, you know, you love me and you wanted to be with me. Like, woo, woo, woo. So now you trying to come in my face and argue for this nigga? And she's like, you know, you left me. And after that, you know, I cut off ties with you. It is what it is. That's my husband. And if you don't drop the charges against my husband, I think I remember seeing some shit. So what you want to do? You trying to get at my husband and I'm going to get at you. So what you want to do? And so he's looking at her and he weighing his options. He's like, all right, I'll drop the charges. And you better not say nothing about what you saw over here. And she's like, baby, you ain't got to worry about it. Because if you drop the charges, you're never going to see me again, sweetheart. And so they like basically wash hands of each other and looking at each other as two people who used to love each other, who now really can't stand each other. So, you know, she walks back to the car. She happy because she did this for Kieran. So when they get home, he's like, man, where you been at? And she tells him like, you know, I know you wouldn't have wanted me to do it, but I want to go speak to Marvin. This is what it is. He's dropping the charges. We good to go. And... They live happily ever after. And that's when, you know, Kieran realizing he should have spoke up sooner and said something to his wife. And Anya realizing that she had what she needed all along right in front of her. And they live happily ever after. And I hope you enjoyed this review. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.